podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to episode 178 of GigPod, the Glasgow's Dream Podcast. And we're going to talk about Celtic's 3-1 win over Aberdeen, which means we'll get two wins out of two this season. And I'm Rizzo and I'm joined by Stevie. Hello Stevie. Hello John. And I'm joined by a special guest. He's been on before a long time ago. Six, seven, hail, hails. Hamish. How are you doing Hamish? Good Rizzo, thanks for, uh, thanks for having us on guys. Listen, I'm away. I, I didn't agree to this. <laughs> I didn't agree to this. Right, so we're going to talk about a 3-1 win, a hard-fought win against a, a stuffy Aberdeen win. No a re- stuffy but routine 3-1 win. Stuffy but routine, yep. Yeah. Not a best performance, but in the circumstances, a good win. So we'll talk about the starting lineup first of all. Were there any surprises in the starting lineup for any of you? Probably. I, th- I thought Awata would come back in for it. Yeah. I think Awata is really good in possession and he's got a real calmness and a real good presence with Awata in the ball. Ralston, the last time we played Aberdeen, I only won 1 0 there. But apart from one really good ball through to Abada when Kyogo missed a sitter, I thought Ralston, the last time we put Hodri, was terrible. But I guess Brendan's just going with the tried and trusted and whoever didn't let him down last week. And I know we won the game, Ralston was terrible and all that, but I think Brendan would have had faith in him. And I know everybody as well was thought about Hitati not playing and you know Tumble keeping his um, place as well. But I, I, I don't think you could have dropped Tumble after that. And I know we there was a lot of chat before the game and a lot of raised eyebrows at Hitati not starting. But I think for the first eleven, it was exactly what we expected. And I don't think Brendan got it wrong in that respect, John. Were you surprised they missed the Tumble starting instead of Hitati? No, I, I wasn't surprised. I mean, it was uh, the same team as the the flag day win over Ross County um, and I kind of uh, I kind of had a feeling he'd go for Turnbull I, I, I don't personally think oh there's some drinks coming here Gabby Guinness here I've not had my drink yet the fans love us talking about drink no I mean if you're talking about Turnbull you know what was it two, two goals last week probably our, our best performer in that game um, I don't think Personally, that you could really have, have um, not started them today, uh, especially when you know you hear some of the noises that, that Rogers has been making about Turnbull. He's been really complimentary, um, you know, about how he's trained, and, and Rogers like keeps making this point that last season is is irrelevant. You know, he, he respects last season, but for him, um, you know, it's all about what has happened since he's come to the club. And I think in that regard, you know, if you were starting it. In the summer, you can't really argue with uh, you know Turnbull starting ahead of Hitati at the moment. Having said that, and I know there's obviously injury stuff with regards to Hitati that, that maybe isn't quite as worrying as it maybe looked at the time. Um, but I, I thought he made a difference when he came on at half-time, Hitati. I don't know how you guys feel, but I just think he makes a big difference to that midfield alongside Callum McGregor. Um, you know, in terms of the way we were able to play out from from the back and looking at Ibrooks coming up and, and slightly further ahead looking at the Champions League you know I, I think Rio Hitati has to be in our plans I think I've been quite vocal about how pissed off I've been at his attitude and but all can, that. can you separate those two things no, can, I can't, can you say the fact he's a, he's a class player 
but that may, maybe I don't know if it's controversial maybe he kind of thinks he should be moving on he's better than Celtic and yeah I get it well, listen. well but, but a lot of your anger is because he's like looked miserable you have to the irony the irony for the most miserable man I know <laughs> but uh, no but, I mean and a lot of your annoyance is because he looks so like miserable all the time well, I go go back to is I remember two thousand and six so well with Petrov. And I know, that, but that's that's where my experience comes from. I remember I'm, seeing, and I remember everybody around about me, uh, one or two making all these excuses with Petrov, going, "Oh no, that's just the way he is," and all that. And I remember saying, "No, it is they. This is just came out of nowhere." And Petrov was sulking and moaning, and there was a game that Petrov scored against Hearts. He scored a streamer, and we lost the game two one. And then I think Petrov left the week after it or a few days after that it. That was a counter attack goal. Aye, yeah, aye. that was a great Neil game. Neil Lennon, great, great guy. <laughs> never, never criticised Lennon's player or a manager ever. But that's it for me. I admit, I've seen it all before and I've seen the body language and that's it. I'm not claiming to be well, an expert whatsoever but, because I've already went on board to say that Hattati's got a high ceiling out of all players. He's the most talented. Okay, do you think Hattati will leave then in this window? For serious interest and the right bid come in and I think they will, yes. You can't, you can't lose Hattati after losing Starfield, Jota and Aaron Moy. You, can, you can't... And the same goes for any of our key players. You know, there's been a bit of speculation about Leah Labada. You cannot afford to lose another first-team player, I believe. Um, you know... Starfelt Jota are two first team players genuine really you know if you looked at the top kind of maybe seven performers over the last couple of years Jota and Starfelt would have been in there and obviously Aaron Moy last year was massive we've lost those three players that has to be it um, I know if a huge bid comes in like your kind of your hands are tied to an extent but um, I think that we have to be getting Hitati down and, and ready to go again and I do think that's what will happen um, you know he's He's not a he's not a bad guy. He's not a kind of unmotivated guy. Like he, he really wants to reach the top of the game. I just personally feel he needs just a wee kind of reminder that for as good as he is, and he's for me our most talented player probably. Like he's not really found incredibly consistent periods. I don't think he plays maybe a lot of good games, kind of. Um, in a row and then he'll maybe fade away for a wee period and I just think we really need to get him focused and, and performing well um, because if he is he I mean you saw it today the difference that guy makes in the team well let's talk about our first goal after 11 minutes in shock horror it was from a set piece it was a, a free kick in the box and uh, dies and won a header I think it's sort of a deflector of an Aberdeen player as well and Leela Bada was there to hammer it in the net for close range the, the initially it was disallowed as offside but good old VAR checked and he was played onside so we won after 11 minutes and I think the biggest shock was that we actually scored a goal from a set piece because we never do that these days we scored a lot of early set piece goals last season you remember we had Stephen Wells we had Jens Starfelt scored two yeah. uh, Dundee United Kilmarnock and I thought we're going to start kicking on to be a threat for set pieces and then yeah. nothing happened for a long time yeah. John you were saying to me on Friday there was, I think, a French team and a German team coming in for Abada, and I said to you right away, bullet to brain stuff if we, that's to use a well-known phrase that you love to use as well. Um, I would hate to lose Abada now because I think just under Brendan Rodgers, he's going to get better and better. He'll be a real goal threat for us and we saw this season, that's already an assist for Kyogo. I go already now and he's a constant threat we can't afford to lose him but I, that was, it was very key to be getting the first goal because like had it been 
Aberdeen that scored first, it would have been a very difficult game, I think. I, I didn't think, I thought a lot of our performance today wasn't at its best. Generally, I thought the, the fullbacks were not great. I think Callum McGregor can play far better than that. I think the front three, I am really excited about that front three. And I know there's a lot of chat about us, you know, needing another player. And I personally do feel we need a, a Jota replacement on the left wing. And I, I feel we will get that. But I thought, you know, those front three, just like last week against Ross County, just like through pre-season, um, you know, the Wolves game in particular, I think we look a really kind of dangerous team in behind. And I don't know if you guys noticed this today, but, like, I don't feel like we actually played a lot of football at times in today's game. Like, certainly in comparison to, to last season, I felt a lot of the time it was getting the ball into midfield, it was Callum McGregor, uh, you know, Matt O'Reilly, even the fullbacks, and it was finding the ball into the channel. And I just think it's like the amount of times Abada would run clear on the right hand side and he'd have like Dyson Maida like in on goal if the ball was if the ball was good and you know the other way around as well and Kyogo as well. I just think those front three look, look really, you know, devastating. Yeah, they do look good and we'll talk about them more later on, but now we need to talk unfortunately about Aberdeen's equaliser and it was a mistake by CCV who doesn't make a lot of mistakes although he did get took off at half time with a, a hamstring issue so maybe that's the reason why but he was beaten for pace by Duke down the, the wing and Duke crossed it into the box and Bojan Majowski was unmarked to make it one each and I thought that was as bad as the goals we considered last week and it was really unlike CCV who's practically flawless for us in the two seasons he's been here he, he make a mistake like that and maybe his injury played a part in that but what did you make of that that goal he conceded? The first thing I said to you was I think when Mjolski just put it in himself when we saw the replays of it uh, Norovsky who was generally solid for us yep. I thought he played well yep. and I think he did play well that was his only mistake and that that's you know one of the natures of playing Scottish football that all it takes is just one small mistake and you've got one of these like see against the bottom six that type of mistake will go unpunished like your heart would save it or they're not maybe clinical enough but Aberdeen you know for all that I wouldn't say they're anywhere near a level as us Aberdeen will take one of their chances and they're presented that was all it was like we switched off just for a second and Miofsky and Duke Got to remember last season. I think each they scored something like fourteen or fifteen goals. Double figures and goals. Yeah. yeah, they're not they're not a couple of duds, and I don't think Aberdeen are a bad side at all. I think Aberdeen will be fine this season, but yeah, generally I think we all knew it was going to be a difficult game, and there probably was a goal in it, and it was a goal coming for them, and it was no surprise that we equalised because I always felt that we started okay. As soon as we made it one 0 we just kind of invited pressure on ourselves, and Aberdeen we let them grow into the game. I think the big thing for us is. Money is panicked because we all do. We've got the experience to learn that sell people create more chances um, and we'll get more opportunities anyway. And indeed, four minutes later, we were back in front. A hilarious mistake for Nicky Devlin, who headed the ball up in the air and it ended up going to Kyogo. And he smashed the ball past uh, Kelly Roos to make it 2 1. And Hamish, even though Kyogo's playing a sort of different role for us this season, he's more of a a false nine, I would say. He still managed to score again, and it was a, a typical Kyogo goal. Thought Kyogo was was excellent today. Um, yeah, he's doing a lot more running, you know, towards the ball than in behind. But I, I don't mind it. It's actually, you know, 
it's a part of his game that I didn't actually know that he really had to be honest because we don't over the past couple of seasons we've not really got to see his link up too often but he's very good like in terms of like first time passes you know dropping deep link in the play and I think Rodgers has obviously seen that maybe in training or uh, you know just kind of wanted that to be the way that things worked um, and you know I think it's great but I thought Kyogo was excellent today um, just you know when you're talking about Aberdeen there and I really enjoyed that game today you know we, we play a lot of games domestically that are shooting in especially at home but going away from home yes there are plenty of things Celtic can work on we are you know a, a fair bit away I would say from the finished article under Brendan Rodgers but like I really enjoyed that game. I thought it was a great advert for, for Scottish football. I don't know if the, the wonderful GigPod uh, listenership care about the image of football as much as the you know Celtic winning games, but I thought it was a great a great match. I thought the amount of chances in the game, you could, you could have had, what did we get, four goals? You could have had double that with the, the chances that were missed. And I think Aberdeen are a good team, and I think Aberdeen will take a lot of points off of you know other top teams this season I think Rangers will drop points to Aberdeen so I think it was a great result today um, and yeah for me Kyogo was probably man of the match I just thought um, I just think that the guy's brilliant and already he's got two goals this season Interestingly enough Kyogo was only substituted in the 86th minute when James Forrest replaced him and that's a difference for last season because he would never he would never rarely have played 86 minutes under Ange and obviously Brendan sees him a different type of player and he's playing a different sort of way but if you're not running in behind as much can you last yeah, slightly longer that might be that might be why yeah, the yeah. fact he's got a different role because he doesn't sprint in the field he kind of like he kind of jolt, he kind of ambles in doesn't he likes to play whereas I feel like all of his runs previously were in behind but he can still run in behind I mean his, his goal yeah, I today think this, I think this season Kugel is more he's anticipating more he's not just waiting on the ball coming over the top He's actually anticipating more from a Riley, Tumble and McGregor to link the midfield and the wingers as well. So yeah, I would agree with that. Hopefully players were um, Kyogo, Maeda, I thought Moroski was excellent as well. Apart from that one mistake, I thought the big man was excellent in defence today. Yeah, I, uh, I liked him a lot. I think he... I don't think it was a perfect performance. Like, I think they were, even away from the goal, there was a couple of moments you would maybe go, like, um, you know, in time. You, you would maybe expect them to be just slightly smoother and things. But I thought, like, in terms of having just signed, playing one half alongside CCV, playing the second half alongside Stephen Welsh. And by the way, Stephen Welsh was excellent, I thought, when he came on. And really solid and exactly what you want. I thought he was he was really, you know, one of, one of the top performers in that second half. Um, but on Narovsky, I think there's a lot more to come from him. But he's clearly, to me anyway, going to be going to be an important Celtic player. He's, he's not he's not a dud. Like he's he's going to be a solid player. I don't think he has many mistakes in him. Watch him on Sunday on that wonderful plastic pitch at Rugby Park now. Score four own goals and get two penalties given against him. But um, I think in general he looks good. Well, and he'll be even more important next week because at half-time, CCV was injured. He had a, a hamstring issue, according to Brady, he was took off as a precaution. And Stephen Welsh came on, and David Tumble came off as well, and Rio Hatati came on. And Rio Hatati got injured eventually as well. He only played 25 minutes, he got injured with a calf issue. No word yet on how bad injuries are, but obviously 
if CCD had that out, it is an issue, but we are going to be signing Gustav Lagerbeekel. I'll take attendance, aye. <laughs> we're going to be sending him this week, the Baron, as we're going to call him. So he should probably be around next week. But as Hamish said, I thought Stephen Wells did well. He's a player that's been criticised a lot, but he stood up to be counted. And a second half, I thought we played okay-ish. We didn't really have that many chances. We had Kyogo putting one over the bar, and then Dyson had a shot that was cleared off the line. But Aberdeen only really had a Leighton Clarkson shot like by the post. So Aberdeen didn't really test as, as much maybe as people expect. I've got to interrupt you here, by the way. What's that? See, before you talk about our third goal. Yes. Now, last week, you were pretty uh, vocal about Joe Hart never playing for us again. That was, yes. What, and that is, that's a shoot. You said he shouldn't play for Celtic again after mm-hmm. last weekend. What were your thoughts on his performance today? I thought he played much better. I don't know, maybe Brendan or something. Is that you backtracking now? Should he play for Celtic never again? never backtracked. I still rather he wasn't in goal when we played Rangers in a couple of weeks where they bombard us with cross balls and corners. But I mean, he, he done a lot better. He, he did have that one where he fouled the guy, but he got, it was already offside. So let's see what knew he was doing. But I mean, it was a lot better at corners and free kicks this week. He wasn't like rooted to his line. He came off his line a lot more. So I thought he played a lot better. I'm still think we should buy another goalie. I mean, I think, even though I think that was a good win today and people have to freak out about it are wrong. I mean, this is the first time we beat Aberdeen by more than two goals. Who's freaking out about this? Oh, people on discords and online like, <laughs> and forums and stuff. I've got to say, by the way, just sorry to interrupt there. That's that's been. If you're freaking out after that result, like I think we're probably maybe Celtic's harshest critics that we, we demand more. And I don't think we're coming away for that today, like singing and dancing, saying everything's perfect. I think if you're criticising the team after that today, though, you've got to really have a long look at yourself. I think. What, I what think, are you expecting? Like five 0 I, don't mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if we drew today. I was genuinely wouldn't be shocked if we drop points today. Aberdeen, Aberdeen could Good be a, Aberdeen could be a Europa League group stage team. I think they probably will be. Aye. So I think it's a, a very good result. But I think when uh, if we talk about the full goal, eventually, what when uh, Hatati got took off, he was replaced by Home, and I thought he did very well. But the third goal, Yang came on for a bad, and he played a big part in that third goal. It was great bit of skill. He done a good pass into O'Reilly. Two goals in two games for O'Reilly this season. And when you think of last season, he didn't score a goal until I think February. Yeah, that was. And I'm going to come on to Hamish in a few seconds. I know Hamish um, when he was talking on the channel and everything as well. I think Hamish alluded to stuff that O'Reilly was going through last season. But one of the big things for me was the fact that. And no matter what, last season would be making triple subs and O'Reilly would you know be coming off and I said sixty uh, odd minutes and I said to you before the game that one of the big things for us this season is the fact that we're not making any changes but other teams are going to be getting tired. And that's twice now in a row where you look at O'Reilly's fitness and everything, he's scoring against teams that are tiring after chasing us, you know, after 70, 80 minutes. And he scored that third goal, I think was it like after eighty. 84 minutes yeah, there you go so after the, you know, 84 minutes other teams are chasing they're tiring and O'Reilly's now in a position where he's actually taking advantage of you know the legginess for other teams and he's actually getting goals in him now and I think that was one of the things I said last season when, when he scored against Ross County you're going to see a lot of that from Matt O'Reilly and I think he's got a new lease of life under Brendan Rodgers and 
we're going to, I think we're going to see even more of it. We're going to score late goals under a, a fitter, more rejuvenated Celtic team, and especially Matt O'Reilly. Hamish, your thoughts on Yang and home? Can, can we talk about home and Instagram yes, first of all? Yes. So uh, I don't know if, if again your your wonderful listeners have have seen this, but um, oh, he's actually edited the he's edited the caption now. And oh, I, was that the humble part? And I'm now kind of a bit paranoid that it was maybe like a. Uh, uh, what do you call it a, a photoshop or something like that but I think it would have been I genuine it was him. basically Odin uh, Thiago home posted after the game uh, on Instagram he posted a photo of him running past unnamed Aberdeen <laughs> player uh, and I can't remember exactly it was some sort of quote but it was something about you know get down or something like that I think uh, and he's uh, He's since edited the caption, let's just say. I don't want to get you in trouble with the lawyers in case it was a Photoshop, but I would suggest that he's uh, someone's had a wee word with him and he's edited the caption, but he's uh, he's got a bit of confidence about him. Yeah, but are you trying to say uh, uh, this home guy is a controversial finalist? <laughs> it's getting some wayward views? Surely not. His middle, I found this out during one of the recent friendlies that his middle name is to do with Thiago Alcantara who I don't know if he's actually playing in this game that we're watching I think that's him there isn't it but um, aye, he, I, I like him a lot as a, as a player um, he came on today and he's got a nice kind of touch about him and he's quite comfortable in the ball and he moves it it kind of um, he reminds me a bit of McGregor in a funny way like he doesn't kind of overplay but he kind of just goes under the radar um, Yang for the goal was excellent really good uh, great cutback and it was kind of a very Ange goal I thought like a cutback and then a finish at the penalty spot and O'Reilly was in the right place but I think that was the same move after Maidan missed his chance as well so yeah, it was good it was. that we kind of applied the, the pressure and that was I mean that was a major moment I don't know what you guys think I mean the post-match scenes Rogers was a wee bit over at the, the fans I mean I think it's been a kind of weird kind of pre-season. I don't know if I, I don't know if a lot of Celtic fans know how to feel at the moment. Um, it's kind of like we had this really obvious focus when Ange was the manager, and I kind of feel like Rogers coming back. People are a wee bit apprehensive about like you know should we be going uh, to quote the Green Brigade all in on, on Rogers at this stage, or should we kind of be reserving judgment a wee bit just because? We were burned in the past, and just because you know Ange burned us, you know, a couple of months ago. But I, I feel like that win today might be kind of really what we needed. And um, you know, we're three points clear of Rangers. We've already been to Aberdeen, which is one of the toughest games. I personally think they'll drop points at Petardry this season. And basically, if we can go to Ibrox in a few weeks and avoid defeat, then you know we're in a, a really good place early season. Yeah, we've got two wins out of two. We've scored seven goals. Considered three, I mean, a work in progress in defence. I think Joe Hart even said that after the game. That's like a work in progress getting to know like Brendan's methods because they're very different to Angers. So before we go, and we'll be back, we'll be back, Stephen, before the Commander game next week. Oh, it'd be silly not to. Yeah, so we'll talk about the Commander game more next week, but are you expecting any more uh, transfer activity apart from the signing of the bar? I what were you calling him? The Baron. He's a, he's a oh, Baron. The Baron. <laughs> yes. I thought you were saying Du Baron. I'm like, no. The Baron. <laughs> is he 250th in line to the Swedish throne? Yes. The King of Sweden. <laughs> we're not going to go deeply into the, the fullbacks today. I know we've won. 
but I think such as the standards itself today, I think we've got to talk about maybe later in the line Greg Taylor's performance today. I think we do have to look at a left back, John. Um, Kieran Tierney? I think he's going to be going to Swansea, Dad, isn't it, though? Not according to an unnamed Celtic forum who are talking about it non stop. You try to tell me that a Celtic forum are going to be full of lies after me spending a season, a pre season on that, taking gospel out there every month? No comment. I think that left back is something we've got to be in the hunt for, but do I think we'll sign anyone before we play Kilmarnock? No, I don't think that is the case, John. Apart from the bar. That's going to stick now, isn't it? He will sign before next week. Yeah, he's going to be signing. And I think he might even play next week. Monday or Tuesday, apart from him though, I don't think we'll sign anyone before Kelly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the thing we've found out recently is transfers can happen relatively quickly. Uh, I mean, Narovsky uh, kind of happened quite quickly. I mean, people hadn't really heard of him and then suddenly we were interested. And I think you just get a feeling sometimes with transfers when they're genuine. And I think obviously, you know, Lager Bielk is, uh, is genuine. That's, I think that's clearly a sign that's going to happen. I would really like a, a big statement left winger to come in. Um, that would be my big one. And I'm not saying it has to be a name that everyone knows. But, you know, I mean, I, I saw a, a tweet, I can't remember who it was, tweeting yesterday that, you know, mentioned Daniel Podence, the, the Wolves player. And, like, a signing like that for me would be, like, a proper That's one a to, to get excited about. So I don't know. Reads, if reads those beloved Premiership as well. Great league. Premier League. Premier League, sorry. Yes. Uh, speaking of. Oh, we're currently watching uh, Chelsea Liverpool. Have you got the, the Scottish scores there, Reid? Uh, yes, they're not full time, so no. It's currently Motherwell one, Hibbs nil, and Hearts nil, Kilmarnock nil. So Kilmarnock, decent start to the season. They'll maybe give the hard game next week. So we're almost away, but we're going to have to say farewell to Hamish, who unbelievably enough mm. is moving oh. is moving to Australia tomorrow. But Hamish, will you still be keeping up with the legends of Gig Code while you're in Australia? Like, I would love to have some sort of witty response here, but ge- genuinely, like, I'm all, I'm not even there yet, and I'm already feeling like I'm going to have uh, a need for, like, podcasts and reminders of home, um, and, again, without getting too, kind of, into the stuff, I mean, I think the fact you can get podcasts are just amazing, like, I'll be able to... To, uh, to listen to, to you guys and Spunkphone chatting about Celtic from the, other, the other side of the world. Who's is he, is he, is he no, no longer a, a friend of Gigpod? No, of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. He's Star of Legends. He's in, he's in Dublin now. But generally, I'll, I'll be at the other side of the world. I'll be listening to you guys, you know, the, a number of other Celtic podcasts that I, I just think are great. And um, I, it's, going, it's going to be really exciting. And I'm going to be getting up in the middle of the night to, to watch games. Having said that, I mean, the Derby in a few weeks is a nine o'clock kickoff in the evening, mm. which is like proper good time. That's so great, man. Better than 12. Better so, than for us, eh? Aye, so. Listen, I'll come with you, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not invited. Uh, so, no, I appreciate you having us on, guys, and keep up the good work. Having been on the channel with you. And I know Rizzo have a few of us to say too. I don't know, it's just, uh, just all about yourself here, but having been on the channel with you and seeing the work that you actually put in. Was ridiculous. Um, honestly, it's. I'm very like, I'm very happy that you're just coming up here, Hamish, and you're just having to say a few words. Because that's essentially what I had to do every time I was on six or seven hail hail. Never needed to do any of the hard work. That was all down to yourself and from myself. We're not just losing someday. That's you know, I'm part of the whole Celtic fan media, but it's an actual good 
genuine pal of myself and Nito as well. Wouldn't they go that far? Yes, maybe for your point of view. Maybe, maybe, maybe not my pal, but certainly Nito. I let John say a few words. Yes, and we worked together a long time ago on an unnamed uh, website. So we are, we are we are old school pals. So you want to tell them the, the gift you got is? Are we, oh, are we allowed yes, to hear well, that? We did we did get Hamish a a Henrik Larsson Swedish World Cup 1994 strip, but it hasn't arrived. Thank you, Hermes. Thank you, Hermes. Whatever they're called now. So we're going to have to send that to Australia. So I was referring to the other one. Are we allowed to say that one now? Well, two people we we, don't, we won't name. They get you a pair of pants. Unless we're talking about the, the drones, yes. No, I'm talking about the pants. Oh, the pants. Oh, well, two unnamed individuals did get you a pair of pants as well that you can take to show you. They're, they're special pants, though, aren't they? Uh, yes, they are special pants, yes. I don't know how they're special, but they are special, yes. Worn by a special man? No comment. Nah, we're not allowed to... Uh... To say that anyway, but yes, Hamish, enjoy uh, your time in Australia, and hopefully, whenever you return, you could you could darken the doors of Gigpod once more. The only other thing I would say is uh, there's an Instagram account at Celtic Tees, where a couple of our followers have started up a, a Instagram account, basically selling Celtic T-shirts as memorabilia. So give them a shout, and I wanted to give them a shout because I know that if I didn't, Gigpod would come under heavy fire. And lose uh, certainly two other listeners there. That would be a, a tragedy, John. And yes, don't forget you can follow us on Instagram and Threads at Gigpod. And Hamish, thank you very much for your uh, appearance. Your, I was going to say final appearance, but it might not be. So if you want to have me on, I'm happy to come on in the. Nah, the nah, you're alright. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so Hamish, cheers, guys. enjoy your time in Australia. I'm sure it'll be sensational. Stevie, thank you as always. You can catch us on all the usual podcast places, you know by now. We've done it long enough. You can catch us on Instagram and threads at GigPod. And we'll be back probably before the hip come all again. We'll have to go back after it anyway. So thanks everybody for listening. We'll speak to you all soon. Good luck, Hamish, in Australia. And hail, hail. Podcast Network.